We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest you. <laughs> Well, welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me, as always, is my fellow hosts, Daniel. Hi there. And Ariel. Hello. She's also amazing, incredible, illustrious. Oh, shut the fuck (laughs) up. It's just Ariel. (laughs) But we also have some wonderful people joining us today, since it is our patron chat day. Woo! Nobody else get excited. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have... It's just me. It's always just me. I got like 10 balls of energy inside of me at all times. Uh, <laughs> so we have Oops. our wonderful patrons. Everything Res Evil. Hello. We have Oracle. Hi. Naked Mango. Getting progressively more naked every one of these. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Pumpkin King. Hey. Seven Blades. Hey. And of course, we have uh, uh, somebody I've talked about on the pod a couple times recently. Uh, we have Compound, the Compound. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh well, thank you all for coming. Uh, I'm just the voice to. in your head. Oh, I guess we'll talk about Wolf too. <laughs> Wolf is also here, the illustrious Wolf. Uh, See, there, what you you're in here for See, Aaron, support. what you don't know is that we're we're all just in your head, Aaron. I, I often think. And wonder if there are actually any fans, and if I'm just talking to a computer screen, and my entire life is a computer program from the Matrix. What depression? You uh- <laughs> said none of these people know I'm schizophrenic, and it's just empty chairs. You never have to worry about whether or not I'm a fan. Always just remember I'm here because you let me talk. <laughs> uh, well, with all that being said, today's topic of interest. Uh, characters, do we want them? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What? Like carnally? What, like, Sexually? No, just, just in general. I, see, just I'm a big fan resident, of that game. Uh, my Resident uh, Evil games would be better without any characters. At all. See, see it, I just want camera motion. There's nothing else, just camera motion. Camera motion. This is where we advertise the game on Steam, Pet Rock. <laughs> there is nothing happens. You just stare at a rock. You are a rock. It's, it's, it's a rock, but we, we got we got to sh- give a shout out to uh, watching paint. <laughs> all these fantastic uh, games, no characters. Yeah, watching grass grow, paint. You know, gosh. So no, in a serious note, we are here to talk about uh, our favorite characters in the Resident Evil franchise, and we're going to discuss some uh, pros and cons, I guess, to them, and. Uh, a better question is, were they necessary? Because there are some characters in the franchise that eh, you probably could have done without. I just want to start by saying to? that everyone needs to quit being so mean to Ashley. 
Uh, I need to hear the reasoning uh, first. Okay. She was She's a, a kid, child. man. She's like 20. <laughs> She's she doesn't a quite a child, but she was only like 20. I remember being 20. That kind of situation would have... So I wouldn't have survived. Was 20. I, I think she was younger than 20. No, she I was 20. she was 17. Was she 20? She was 20. I she was like 18 or 19. No, she just looked young. She was 20 in that game. She was like a junior That's in college. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, she went to some fancy university where they made you wear a uniform, but whatever. I mean, yeah, she's the president's <laughs> daughter. Yeah. But... Oh, gosh. I, I would have survived those events. And then plus... The, in the original GameCube version, she was able to, like, uh, pile drive Ganados with the door. That was a bug. Yeah, but that's still canon <laughs> in my head. So It's canon in my head. Look, she so leave her alone, man. And it, the people that said that she was annoying and got in the way, that was a skill issue. She didn't get in my way. <laughs> I I was so proud because I beat, I beat uh, Resident Evil 4 without losing her to getting kidnapped. <laughs> What were you saying, Seven? Oh, I said she's integral because without her, we wouldn't have so many dumpster memes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and we also wouldn't have a dead president in the games here. <laughs> well, that was just oh, fun. Gosh. My only regret for that was we couldn't shoot him myself. That's not like anything <laughs> else. That's just if you're going to make a moment like that, don't make it a video. Make me yeah. feel the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, make you feel the emotion. That's I will agree with you with you on there. The oh emotion was there and they totally didn't give it to us. That was actually a different president. That wasn't Ashley's dad. Was that? I could have Yeah, that was years. That was way past his term. Yeah, I want, yeah, oh, I want yeah. to say six or six took place. Uh, yeah, that was like was almost years ten later. years later. So yeah, oh, he yeah. wouldn't have been president. Graham would stop being president a while ago. In the Resident Evil world. He also probably was like, Alright, my daughter was kidnapped. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that's my done. final term. I'm done with this. <laughs> now they're taking my daughter. I'm done. Elect she somebody is no without kids. Value. She is no longer. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, okay, on a serious note. Keep saying uh, Do you? Th- yeah, I know. It's never going to be that way. Uh, do you think, honestly, Resident Evil 4 would have been the game it is if we didn't have to run around trying to rescue Ashley the whole time. No, oh, no, no, absolutely not. Arrest my case. Like, isn't the whole challenge <laughs> and the point to I save her? That's yeah. That was like the main objective. The entire Literally. Game. Yeah. I mean, you're not I've, wrong. I've said means. this before that Ashley, even if she does get in your way or whatever, that's that adds to the flavor of having to rescue even if you don't want to call her a child, a child, because I don't know that many 20 year olds that's ever been kidnapped by a bunch of people whose heads can explode and turn into worms and just be like, all right, let's get out. I would have died. Like, I'm not a survivor, so. Okay, but if I Off had strong it. and sexy Leon there to protect me, I feel okay, like. Okay, with him there, I'd, 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 <laughs> well, I'd ask him if he had a cell phone and be like, can you call Chris? <laughs> because people around you die all the time. We don't know where he is. Oh yeah, because everyone that's around Chris lives. What he—that's not working. I'd love to see the count of how many people that were close to them but never made it through the game. Oh, Anything exactly. I'm calling Barry. Nobody's ever died on Barry's watch. Technically, well, yeah, I no, am clearly off of Barry. Technically, way more people have died around Chris, but that's because. Chris What'd you say, Compound? Spots. What were you saying, Compound? 
No, it's it's. I mean, first of all, Ashley is just she's integral. She's the character you love to hate. You know, that's that's really what what has become of her. But no, absolutely, Barry, Barry for president. Barry for president. He, he, he saved her from becoming a sandwich. Barry, twenty twenty four. You know, just I'm He's all. He's got in. my vote. I, Barry is my, I, bear, I will let Barry adopt me any day. <laughs> Plus, he's raising a child that might be carrying the spirit of Wesker. If you guys that remember the end of Revelation, that was going to be the oh reason God. why I'm like, I don't know that I want to be around him because he just he saw a little girl who was just like staring at him with death in her eyes, and he's like, "You're going to be mine, daughter. Come live in my home. Suburbs sounds like you like it." <laughs> any person that's got that type of character. This this man can be president. <laughs> we'll allow this. <laughs> Barry president for whatever oh, year. Gosh. No, absolutely. Barry for president and his VP Ada Wong all day long. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> no, I, if I'm going oh. vice president, I'm going Rebecca Chambers. Uh, I'm an Ada Wong hater. I'm sorry. No, I'm you you need, hater. you need some sugar and spice. You know, we got Barry. Sugar we need Ada. And spice. In the series, we could have gone without, and I feel bad saying about this because she, like, it was like there was a bit of emotion with her. It was Helena mm. from Six? Did anyone did. play Six? She did a yeah. film. <laughs> I love Six. I love Six. <laughs> did anyone play Six? I I didn't get Burn. her character. Like it was like the reason she was there is literally just because she was forced to do it. Is she the one in the vest? Yes. He's Leon's partner. Leon's partner. Ah, I don't know. I I said well, there's been plenty of one-off like just in one game characters. He felt more boring, but that's only because Resident Evil likes to do the whole. Uh, Billy, secret bad guy, but actually a good guy thing. Actually, with speaking of Helena and Resident Evil Six, people always talk about Chris punching boulders, but everybody forgets that Helena and Leon pushed over a boulder twice that size in Resident Evil Six. I read that yeah, she was it. as strong as Leon in the game. It says more about Leon. That's gotta be some cap. Says more about Leon. And they did it without juicing. Chris was on that juice. We all know it. A man fights building-sized <laughs> monsters. You bring up Chris on juice. I have a theory. So Chris looks the same out through all of them, except in seven. He stopped taking in seven. I don't I think, think so because in, in one and one, one and two he was or not two. Um, I get. The, think it caught one, up with him in one. In one, it's before. Then That's he fair. started, and then seven came along. He stopped. Looked like he would, he'd been off of something, and then started up again and sit for eight. I I, I maintain he could shoot up kryptonite for all I care. The man fights building-sized monsters. You take whatever you need to get through the day. And, See, my theory was on seven. My theory was on the look in seven is that was a body double because I refused to admit be, that yeah. that man was Chris Redfield. Hashtag not my Chris. Okay. Stepping away from Chris here and going back a step. We all know Leon's a lover and not a fighter. Just saying. Like, everything has built him up that way. Oh, yeah. But he always always ends up sad and drinking. Yeah, Chris is the badass. 
Liam, you know, he just swoops in and takes, like, woos all the ladies. And then ends up getting hurt himself. Isn't he an alcoholic? He wooed me. Or Leon. Oh, Leon. 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 I think, I, went... I think the only time he's been canonically drunk is in the first or second game, whatever the fuck he was. The no, one where he was also, drunk um, in Vendetta, too. Uh, Vendetta, yeah. Yeah. He's in that Ooh. bar being edgy mm. as fuck. <laughs> he's I'm traumatized. I'm Every character, Leon is it. probably the edgiest of characters. Oh, yeah, he's had an email haircut for 20 years. I was just about to say, it's the swoop. <laughs> the swoop. The swoop. Only one that could come close is probably Steve. So, Steve, uh, actually, a lot of people bring this up. If they did a Code Veronica remake, everybody's like, we need to redo Steve entirely, like from the ground up. <laughs> so, what they did to Carlos. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was like completely 180, that character. Carlos so, makes me want to bark. <laughs> so, uh, what a man. I need that. To, was a, I need that a was clarification. A... You say with an F or with a K? No, that was a K. That was a K. <laughs> I just want to, like, no, I, that's that cool. I just wanted to make sure I heard it right. <laughs> hard K. I want to bark. I never heard that one. That's a good one. I want to bark. Uh, woof, woof, bark, bark. Sorry, Eric. Oh, God. Oh my I God. love that. So, okay. So, <laughs> so many characters in such a little amount of time. <laughs> Oh, God. Ariel's over here going, mm-hmm. what, did you, what did you say about Leon? I was going to say that he would be sober if he was with me. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, how you, I've seen how you treat Aaron. I would not treat Leon that way. <laughs> yeah, no, because he'd leave. Because <laughs> he'd leave. <laughs> he has Ada. <laughs> hey, I'm Asian. It's fine. So, <laughs> and Ada and T. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I love to hate her. So, she is necessary. <laughs> Yes. So that was fuck yes. That was something I actually wanted to bring up. Bring uh, up. We started talking about Ada, and we, we kind of went off with her. So thoughts about Ada because it's mixed emotions. I will in this fight group, you all. I'm sorry. Fight. Okay, it's it's about this is a what we like about them, right? Not a what we okay. Well, no, no, no this, well, is, this, this is, is more of a, a. This is both. It's both. This I is have more of a beef with this bitch. I do not like her. her. Okay, okay, Oracle, you go ahead. I want to hear what you I'm so sorry. Okay, as soon I was playing the Resident Evil 2 remake, right? She walks in the in the parking garage. I'm like, is this bitch really wearing sunglasses in this like mass garage? Are you serious? I'm like, and a trench coat? Who the fuck does this bitch think she is? West She's too cool for school. <laughs> no and then on. she had all these lines and stuff, and in my mind I was just like, oh, get a It was the nineties, yeah. that's what you wore. Oh, and then when she kissed Leon to like manipulate him into doing what she needed to get done and stuff, I was like, oh my Okay, God, I will say I bitch. that is the one beef I have is the leading on that she's doing to Leon. Okay, yeah, that's again more, says more about Leon. Leon. I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> that is also on Leon for trust for trusting yeah. someone that much that he just met. That's, that's what sick. For being a twenty one year old. I fucking hate him for that. <laughs> No, so, like straight up, okay? Into it. Ada Wong comes on to anybody. I don't care who you are. I mean, I still would. You you know what I mean? A victim to her wily ways. Male, female, I don't care. Ada Wong comes on to you, it's on like Donkey Kong. (laughs) I can still get it. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I still hate her guts. I'm not saying I wouldn't. 
Oh, you know, so... I still like her. Like, sorry. Like, as a character, I know that she's necessary, and I do like that fucking Leon is, like, love with her disrespect. I have personal beef with her. I do not like her. Is it just that she's attracted to Leon? Are you Leon? calling Leon a bottom? Yes! 100%. Yes. Exactly if, is that one of the questions? Because yes. Literally a slut. Have yeah. you seen him? Well, I've kind of... Because I recently played Revelations, I was replaying it and I was sitting there thinking like, Chris could be playing for the other team because who the hell would pass up on Jessica? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Jessica. I, I just started re uh, playing Revelations again today. Uh, I, I honestly don't like Jessica. Oh, I don't know, but she was like throwing herself at his feet and he just <laughs> stepped over. Her. I haven't I played it Sorry. Go ahead. He no, had I was just saying, oh, I had said it, but when I was listening to the the podcast for that episode, I looked her up and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" He's so bad. But sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so okay, I'm getting two. I'm getting two sides of the coin here. It sounds to me like Oracle might like Ada just so she can hate her. I love to hate her. <laughs> I love to hate the relationship. Just every, like every, every time she speaks in my mind, I'm just like, get a fucking load of this guy. I think I think that <laughs> in a world my that, eyes. I think that in a world that tries really hard to make everything black and white, good and evil, uh, Ada's doing her own shit. And that's what I love her better. She only cares about herself, which I guess go off. <laughs> you can't say that because she has stopped to help Leon multiple times. That's only because thirsty. she likes the that's attention. But, well, like, oh, Ada, Ada it would be considered a, what, an anti-hero, I would say. Well, she's also she's also said almost every time she saves Leon, she says every time it's just because we're working to the same goal. Get a fucking load of that girl. <laughs> let's be fair, okay? Let's be fair. We all watch Ada. We all see her in all the games. Every time you see her, whether you like her or you don't, in the back of your head, you're like, can that skirt get any shorter? <laughs> like, legit. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but I would still saying. try to fight her, you know? <laughs> I just want to highlight my favorite Ada moment was... Uh, the end of Ada's campaign in RE6 and she's standing in that room with like all the computers and the, the test beakers and like all the documents and everything about like this clone, this virus they were using to clone her and everything and she just pulls out her gun and just mows down everything in the room and destroys it and like the place catches on fire and she's like walking out all slow like I've been dealing with this shit for like 20 years like this is getting Get old. a fucking load of that bitch oh my god <laughs> so I guess the important question about Ada here is do you think she was necessary to the end goal that is the Resident Evil storyline? I feel like we're, we're we're not done seeing her. We're, we're definitely going to be seeing her sometime soon. Especially with like we're going to be getting more in finally getting more info behind her. To go off of that I think if they decide to close her loop there's been a lot of you know, you find notes about her or you find this organization has used her. You find a lot of stuff involving her, but there's no canon for sure, really, information on her. If they close that loop, yes. If they just, if they just like, shoot her in the chest and she's dead and you never learn anything, complete fucking waste of time. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take this in a different direction. 
the Netflix Resident Evil show. Oh my god. She is necessary. She is necessary because they left it on an Ada Wong cliffhanger. So not only is she pivotal to the game, pivotal to all my feels when I first saw her in the original Resident Evil show, but she's pivotal like cross-platform. Because you know that Netflix Resident Evil is going to get picked up by someone else. And I'm dying to see where it goes. Just because Ada Wong's name was on that piece of paper. I'm not going to lie. I did not think there was going to be a season two. But because Ada's name was on that paper, I was like, eh, I'd watch season two. It wasn't renewed. <laughs> I think it was canceled. It was oh, yeah. completely canceled. And somebody yeah. else would have to pick it up. But I don't know if that's going to happen. With Lance Reddick playing Wesco, it's gonna happen. It's just gonna. It's not gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna take some time. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if HBO didn't grab it. Well, Lance Reddick was phenomenal. Do you know? And say what you want. My issue he with that, phenomenal. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna segue. I don't want to train wreck the the podcast, but you know what? Raccoon City. Welcome to Raccoon City came out because all the Resident <laughs> Evil fans said, you know what? I want something that's real Resident Evil. And then he fits all this into a movie that clearly was too bloated, but it was what the audience said they wanted. And the audience lost their shit and whined like a baby and said that they didn't want it anymore, that they didn't like it. So Netflix takes Lance Reddick, who is a phenomenal actor, carries that entire show and gives them an alternative. They go in a different direction. They give them what now the quote-unquote Resident Evil audience wants. And then, like a bunch of whiny bitches, they hated that too. Like, you can't win. Resident Evil Resident Evil in cinema really cannot catch a break. You know, the only one who could have done it right, in my opinion, was George Romero. And unfortunately, God rest his soul, my boy's in the ground. Hopefully someone will pick up the torch. I didn't know that you just crushed my... Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> Can't believe this. What a movie on Hunk, all right? <laughs> a movie, a on, movie Hunk. on Hunk, yes. I agree. No, He says no line the entire movie, and he's just... No lines. He's None. just, you know, the... He's looking at everybody staring. I will, I will say, before we segue back into what this episode was supposed to be about, <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good one. I will say what I think is... After the original Paul Anderson movies came out, everybody's like, well, okay, that was cool, but it's not really canon, and it's not really my Resident Evil that I grew up with. So everybody was like, okay, well, we'll give you one that's your Resident Evil. The problem was is that, once again, me personally, I feel like I was lied to when they said this is going to be a live-action Resident Evil series because I thought, well, everything that happens in this is going to be canon, and when I get there, it's a whole nother reimagining movie, and I'm getting sick of those. I don't need it reimagined. I just want to see my favorites played on the screen with some integrity. Because when I watched Leon being a whiny, that, that was irritating. That's not Leon. That's not Leon. And all of a sudden, Claire is in town because, yeah, no. Then none of this made any sense, and that's what made me throw a fit was, okay, you had it. It was right there. You were so close. As a Gen Z, the movies are what I grew up with. I'm so sorry, everyone. 
he tried. No, you're fine. That is initially what got me into Resident Evil in the me first too. place. I, Please forgive me. I well, saw those yeah. when I was a kid. That's what got me into it. And then I played Resident Same. Evil 4. Same. And, and, you know, that was their... That's why I ne- will never sit here and say all the Paul Anderson movies are crap. They were good. They brought in fans. Now that we have fans and everybody's played the games for the most part, all I want is honesty. If you're going to do a live action something, don't tell me it's going to be canon. Don't sit here and make me think it's going to be play by play what I what I grew up with in the games. Just be honest with me and be like, we're doing a reimagining. Okay, cool. I'm going to walk in this now with open eyes, open and, you know, open and ready to give an honest opinion. Just don't lie to me. That's all I ask. Don't try to get my pocket. Don't try to get in my wallet so you can get as much money out of me as you can by portraying this as something it isn't. Just be honest. You know, and the Resident Evil movie going into it was good. If you look at it with that kind of lens, it was cool. It was awesome. Even the Netflix series, from what I hear, is the same way. Going it with a lens of this isn't canon. This isn't what you're expecting. It's awesome. Especially with, I mean, come on. Wesker, the person they picked to play Wesker. Like, I love him. <laughs> anyway, there's my canon. My canon. There's my tangent. <laughs> I felt like the the casting for the, the movies, like Leon and Ada and like Wesker and Claire, that, that was... That was pretty good, and like the costume, the costuming too was pretty amazing. They they got Ada in the red dress, and like Leon in his gloves, and the the swoop and the jacket, you know, Wesker with the sunglasses. I felt in that in that category, it went off. Oh, costume on point. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> so. Before we go to our mid break, I'm gonna I'm gonna put us into some sort of organization again. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, this will be good. This will be. This is gonna be terrible. <laughs> so, compound character that you wanted to bring to this to talk about. What do you got? I was like, it, we 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 segued into because it was kind of like a toss up between Barry and Ada, and. Oh. You know, like I said, they're, they're, they're two characters to me that are is as impactful. I'm sorry I'm not into the main characters as much. Um, you know, I, I, I like the little tidbits in the side. But in that very first game, in that 19, you know, 90s experience, bringing home, you know, the PlayStation, having the, the Dobermans jump through the window for the first time at 12 o'clock and almost hitting the ceiling, like... Barry preventing the sandwich, like, bar none. Like, Barry's my guy. I'm sorry. Like, he will always live in infamy for me. Barry preventing the sandwich? <laughs> Dude, I'm just sorry. Like, he's preventing the sandwich. Like, you almost was it was it was a sandwich. Like, I'm not really want that. Like, I'm just saying, like, that was that was like romantic and poetic and all kinds of feels. I will say I don't think Barry's ever changed his ways throughout the series. <laughs> yeah, you we know, only have the three same. appearances of him, though. And one of them's not yeah. even canon. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's canon to me. Don't worry, it's canon to me. It's canon to me. Yeah, Gaiden is canon to me, and it always will be. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I don't know. How does everybody else feel about Barry? 
I liked playing him more than I liked playing Claire in Revelations 2. <laughs> okay, that's I'm a huge fan of Claire. I just hate what Capcom does with women in Resident Evil because she's been captured an awful lot for somebody who continuously kills everyone on her way out. <laughs> Didn't we just She just has bad luck. Got done talking about this. Bad luck. They were on like the 89th floor of a building and then they got repelled in on. And then her and her 80 friends were just like, "Huh." <laughs> and notice none of none of them had a weapon. None Maybe of them. she likes getting caught so that she can prove herself. You ever thought of that? Well, she got an awful lot of her friends killed for that. <laughs> you, you, you say that, and my brain just comes to think of like, is she just the Daphne of the Resident Evil series? Daphne in the live action series. Oh no, man! So because I th- I look at Claire as a really badass character. And there's only one version of Daphne that fits that character, and <laughs> she's the Daphne of the Resident Evil. <laughs> I'm never gonna not see it that way now. <laughs> Damn it! I will say that at least with Claire, like she got caught a couple times, spread out over a couple games. Ashley gets caught like six yeah. times in one story. Ashley's never been trained for anything, though. Claire's <laughs> been trained for as long as Chris has been her brother. You know what she'd be doing. Yeah. And now I will to throw it back to Barry personally. I always liked Barry and I really thought that as little a part as he played, he always had a major role in everything he was involved in. Oh, yeah. I don't think the storyline would have progressed in the same way, if at all, without Barry. I mean, just saying, we needed our Jill sandwich. We needed our Jill sandwich. Did we just get a Resident Evil now game Jill. that's just Barry. The closest thing I think we got is there's a mod by Aiden Watkins called Barry's Mod, where you can play Resident Evil One as Barry, and you even Barry's get to start with his magnum. Magnum. I, I just like want that's a great experience. It, it was a lot of fun. I just want to play a game where it's called Groomberry and you just have to brush his beard the whole time. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a hair game, but it's like a hairstyling really. game, but it's okay just it? Barry. I thought just you were going to tell him that he was really mature for his age. <laughs> I'm going to groom Barry. Oh, gosh. I'd play it. <laughs> it's canon of the Resident Evil franchise. It's canon. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I think this is the perfect time to go to a mid-break. And uh, when we come back, we'll do some more character deep dives and discussions. And this is fun. I like this. (laughs) Here we are in the middle of the show. Awkward silence. Do the thing. Do, do the thing. I don't take demands. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> it's well, a full middle in here. Son of a... P- <sighs> All right, Ariel. We're here in the middle of the show. We practiced this. What do we do? We haven't practiced shit. We did. What do we do? It's a trap. It's a trap. We talk about shitting flamingos. No, we talk... We thank our fucking patrons. God damn it. All right. So we have to thank our patrons. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I want to start off on this list. Uh, several of them are here with us. So we're going to start off with none other than our VIP patrons like Angelus Mortis, Oracle, Cerberus 91. Oh, I thought, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. What is it? Muscle memory. <laughs> Chaotic Kia. And I was like, yeah, hi. Chaotic Kia, Chris Slate, Donnie Shanks, Everything Res Evil, Jay Zoobs. This one's a new one. Naked Mango, Pocket Comet, The Compound, Pumpkin King, Seven Sins, and William Jackson. We have to also thank our All Access patrons, Dead Socks, Edward Parks, Jeremy Kelly, and Joseph. Oh boy. Sucknen. Sucknanen. Sucknanen. Yep. That's a word. Uh, <laughs> and Remington Cloutier. And our official patrons, Love YT, Ryan Black, and some random. Why do you guys always laugh at me for that one? Some random guy. Why do you guys always laugh at me? Love YT. No comment. I don't. Is it Love ET? Just, just move on. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to our patrons because without you, the show would not be possible. And I would be talking to a room uh, full of my own personalities, which I'm starting to believe might be happening. You're Norman. Can I, can I butt in real quick with something? Uh, no, yes. So I, I, I was looking for mods and I found something way cooler. Uh, apparently, according to the French promotional trailer for the first Luigi's Mansion, it is canonically a parody of the Resident Evil series. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's so random. Yes. What the hell? Dude, this, this is going into my theory that Mario and Chris are the same guy. 100%. 100%. How do you think he punches Mario is played by a Chris now. Oh, God. Well, and on that note, thanks, patrons. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love our patrons. Oh, gosh. But yes, on a serious note, thank you to all our patrons. And Ariel. Oh, you're welcome. No, I wasn't thanking you. You said it, Ariel. Line. You did say it, Ariel. Yeah. Well, I guess thank you, Ariel, for editing everything. Yeah. I know what you want me to say. Yeah. And I'm a rebel, so. All right. Well, thank you to all our listeners, too. Because without you, we wouldn't have a show. You couldn't say the first part? (laughs) Uh, Well, we are here in the middle of the show. And this is the part where we bring all kinds of lovely little things that we found perusing the internet for Resident Evil stuff. And uh, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to make you two go last. Hmm. And I'm going to make everything Resident Evil go first. Why we me, got. Why me first? Because <laughs> that's where your camera's that's at. That's to punish people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually brought three things, but I'm going to make them all really quick. Ooh. Yeah, and I don't really like buy merchandise or like stay updated on news, but I am a huge fan of like fan made things, like fan made games and films and like other internet BS. So like three things I want to highlight. One of them's kind of old. If you're a fan of Rebecca Chambers, there's a really cool mini web series on that was released on YouTube back in like January of January of 2017. It's just called Chambers. It's about like a half hour to 45 minutes long. I'm not going to spoil anything else about it. I just recommend checking it out. If you're a fan of Leon, there's a really cool episode of Death Battle, which I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with. It's a show that's been on YouTube for like 12 years now. 
Um, they had an episode years ago back in 2018 with Leon Kennedy versus Frank West from the Dead Rising games. <laughs> and it was honestly one of their coolest fights. It's one of their most even matchups. It's a really cool fight. Again, I'm not going to spoil it, but I do recommend checking it out. And then last thing was uh, for Hunk, there's a game called Resident Evil Containment by this guy named Aiden Watkins, who's probably the best modder mod maker for Resident Evil out there. And he just released episode three like a month ago. And so there's like a prologue, three episodes, and there's going to be a final episode that's not out yet. So the story's not even over yet. I think it takes about like two, three hours to play through the whole thing, maybe even longer, depending on your how well you do. But it's a very cool story where you play as Ghost, and the story involves Hunk and Ghost um, in the Spencer Mansion going through that facility a couple months before Stars was there. Like, so after the outbreak, they're there searching around, trying to gather Umbrella secrets and get out of there. Very cool story. Oh. I recommend checking out. But yeah, that's what I brought. I want. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds sick. Oh my god. Are we yeah. posting links on this one? Yeah, I'll we are links. posting yeah, links, links in the chat. Yeah, up. yeah, we'll put links in the chat, patron chat here. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I want. But, naked mango. What do you have? Because I may want it more. Uh. <laughs> I couldn't find anything super weird this time, so I went for something ah, I, damn it. I right. thought was super cool. I have two items, but the second one is only because uh, somebody requested that I find something to bother uh, Ariel. Um, so the first thing I found was a Resident Evil limited edition music box that is uh, coded specifically for, I believe, the Code Veronica theme music. Ooh. Um, it is, however, five thousand dollars. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! There goes my kidney. How big is it? <laughs> there goes my kidney. It's cheaper um, if you go to Japan. <laughs> it looks like your average, like it would fit in the palm of my hand. Um, just oh. an average music box, but it, when it says limited edition, I'm only seeing like this one. That doesn't mean this is the only one. This is just the only one I see for sale. Oh my god! So yeah, five. Uh, <laughs> I'm angry at that price. I know. <laughs> I think you officially irritated that. everyone. Maybe if we all pitch in a thousand dollars, we can get it. <laughs> That's my paycheck. <laughs> I got five on it. <laughs> all five thousand. That just means it's yours. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I brought, I just happened to see, um, it is the Umbrella Magnum uh, Revolver that is popular in a lot of the games. Um, as a looks like an air, it's either airsoft or BB gun, mm. but it is uh, aesthetically the same gun, the same Magnum. Um, the reason I, it piqued my interest was because the price is four hundred thirty dollars and ninety eight cents. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> you know what? No. Nope. It's just the look of disappointment immediately when you said 38 cents. I like it. Why? Like, what? Why? What is the point of 38 cents? Here it goes. Taxes. No, that's before taxes. Did I say 38 because I meant 98. Either way, I just thought it was fun that it's five numbers and none of them are the same. And why couldn't they just tack two cents on to make it just... Because who wants to pay $431 for a BB gun? 
What's two extra fucking cents? Oh my god. Oh no. (laughs) I told you here it comes. (laughs) Why wouldn't you say that out loud? That's hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry. This is specifically, uh, for the record, this is the uh, Magnum Revolver specifically from Zero that um, What's-His-Face uses. His name escapes me. Billy. 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 Who can forget Billy? (laughs) Uh, we all can. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Billy. Oh gosh. Well, on that note, Pumpkin King, what do you got? So I brought what some would call merch because these are entire <laughs> outfits because there's more than one. The website ccosplay.com, short for Champion Cosplay, carries. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, eight different cosplays from the Resident Evil series of uh, Lady D, Ashley, Carlos, Jill, R- Leon from Resident Evil 2, Claire from Resident Evil 2, uh, Leon from Resident Evil 4, and the what the Lady D's daughters wear. Huh. And they go. They range from a hundred dollars to about two hundred, two hundred fifty. That's still not bad. Is it the entire cosplay cost outfit? Yes, the entire cosplay outfit with the Leon. I've looked down because I'm planning on getting the Resident Evil Two Leon RPD uniform. Uh, depending on if you get the boots with it or not, it could go from one sixty nine ninety nine to one uh, two twenty. Hmm. Okay. I yeah. like that. Too broke for I'm this. I'm gonna dress up as Lady D. <laughs> <laughs> you have the tits for it. Yeah, I'm too broke for any of this. That's why I didn't bring merch and just weird stuff on the internet you can look up. <laughs> Short a couple thousand dollars, but yeah. Well, once I get measurements, I'll be getting the Resident Evil 2 Leon because I've already Ooh. been working on a homemade Resident Evil 4 Leon. That's cool. Hmm. Pixar didn't happen. It, I, it's, I followed you on, tw- on. I followed the Resident Evil ca- Lorecast on Twitter. You can find it. Oh, oh coming in too. I'm excited. Ooh, okay. Yep, I'm gonna need some cosplay pics. I love cosplay flicks. Flicks. Where's their hard? Uh, <laughs> I just. I wish I did cosplay, but I never. I never. You don't really go to conventions. I don't. No. We're gonna change that though. Yeah, then you can follow me. I don't. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right, Oracle, what do you got? All right. So I brought two things, but that's mainly because the first thing, which I thought was expensive, but oh boy, y'all blew me out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) This is 200 plus dollars. It's on Etsy. It's by Brianna Rain Creations. It is like a full set of the items you collect in the Resident Evil 4 game. So it includes a first aid spray, uh, all of the herbs, uh, handgun ammo, shotgun shells, magnum ammo, the submachine gun ammo, and an old key, which is a bottle opener, and rifle ammo. It's like a whole set, like decorative. It's very cute. And then the other thing... I might get this, actually. It's really cute. It's $24. It's by... You can buy it from Midnight Monster Sock, S-O-C, on Etsy. 
It's a you are dead beanie. It says you are dead. <laughs> I love front. that. It's cool. Black beanie with the red, red writing. Out of all the merch, I want that beanie. I would get it if you could press a button and it would scream someone's name. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I love it. Oh, all right. So next on the list is none other than the compound. Okay, folks. So unfortunately, I was not cool enough to find anything really cool. However, we just so happen to own our own 3D printing company. And even though we don't have a license to sell, we do have the ability to gift. So if you turn around and check out the, uh, the, um, the Discord, we put up some pictures earlier of some Resident Evil 3D printed resin miniatures. So they are high quality polygonal resin miniatures. Um, the first 20 uh, listeners to contact the RE Lorecast, uh, you provide your shipping information and we will send you out a care package of Resident Evil miniatures, courtesy of the compound. Um, everyone who is a VIP patron will do a six inch statue of Leon just because, and we'll add that to um, your care package. Oh, that's nice. That is real nice. Hold on. Huh? <laughs> well, it, huh? It, it, pay, it pays to be the boss, so I can print and make whatever I want. <laughs> That's cool. That's I'm, torn, I'm torn between my my want to make fun of Leon and my need to have this stuff. <laughs> hey, man, well, if you don't want it. I'll I mean, take I'm, a copy. I'll take I'm, a look. I'm going to be honest. When when we print this, like I said, the, the polygonal... Like they kept the the design and the model true to the video game. So when you go back to Resident Evil 2 and you first see the this miniature looks identical to what you experienced in the video game. It's pretty wild. It really does. That's cool. I got to see Ooh. it. Like I These said, you're going to have to paint your own. However, <laughs> only Ariel is cool enough to get a painted one. But <laughs> Yeah. I play 40K. I have so many unpainted models. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> we turn around. Like I said, I run, I own and run the Compound Broadcast Studio. So we are a variety stream. We pray pretty much anything that we can get our hands on, mostly sticking to independent titles and uh, we we actually work with a lot of local independent companies but 40k and Age of Sigmar always find a way onto our screens uh, tonight we actually played Blood Bowl uh, Sevens um, I, I probably have spent more money getting models painted because I don't know anybody who actually plays 40k who doesn't own a sea of grey so uh. I have I have had to purchase armies and have them painted just so people could play my armies, my painted versions of theirs. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Goodness, I love I, it. I, I love pay it. a guy to paint my models because that shit takes too much time. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> I got a guy on retainer. I'm at his house once a week. 
dropping a shoebox worth off. Here you go. I <laughs> wish I could fit what I need painted in a shoebox. <laughs> care, care package. Uh, uh, he, he, busts, uh, he busts out about 1,500 to 2,000 points a week. That's, he's, that's, that's he's, he's like, if you turn around and you check out the stream and you look at the case behind me, all those cases, everything he is exclusively painted. And like I said, um, I think the most egregious project I sent off to him was the new Hero Quest board game <laughs> with all with all the exclusives. Uh, he did everything soup to nuts in three days. Holy cow! My boys, my boys, fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's got blisters on these fingers. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like the dude does amazing work. It's um, he's one of he's one of my network because we the compound is a network, so we actually sponsor and host other streamers as well. Um, so old rogue painting at oldroguepainting.com. Um, that is the gentleman and. Like I said, his his work for the speed that he gets it done is second to none. Like I've I've never seen it. You know, I'm we actually uh, we've we've sent over commissions with four or five hundred models. And he does that with a regular workload for other clients and still bangs it out in a week. It's insane. Jeez. And it's one person. What a king. <laughs> no, it's... Applause. Applause. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, all right. So, you heard it here. Uh, get in contact with us and uh, send us your deets, and we will get it over to the compound. And uh, thank you, compound, for that generous gift. And if, if anybody needs it, uh, that contact info is nakedmango at itsmine.com. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for it. <laughs> I might buy that just to see if anybody does. I need to buy that uh, domain just to see if it exists. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, and last but not least of our patrons tonight, Seven Blades. What do you have for us? Uh, pass, pass, go on. Pass, okay. pass, pass. <laughs> I okay, seven so places pass. <laughs> You're good. No worries. Uh, because Daniel, of course, has something, I'm sure. Nope. Uh, I let everybody else do Get it for me. Fuck. Ow. Yeah, everybody else has an excuse except you. <laughs> Why? Because I like them. Oh, damn. <laughs> I like Daniel. He Last plays Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> well, after this podcast, if you're feeling tired... You can go to armymerch.shop and they have a Umbrella Corporation logo, bed sheets, duvet cover, and bedding set ranging anywhere from $59.95 to $129.95. Ariel. Comes in multitudes of different sizes. It actually does look like it's a mesh. You'll have to see it in the Discord show notes, but it's got large umbrella logos on it. So if you're feeling safe sleeping in umbrella covers, and not worried about what you might get infected by. This is for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's on armymerch.shop and it's Resident Evil, the Umbrella Corporation logo, bed sheets, duvet cover, bedding set. You and the beds. You've brought multiple bed sets. Bed sets, <laughs> jerseys, 
cases. I'm going to be on a case kick here soon. Oh, my gosh. Well, Ariel, what do you have for us? So I read an article, much like I always do. Damn it, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) didn't do anything. And this one comes from Kotaku, and the title is New Resident Evil Movie Explains Why Jill Valentine Hasn't Aged. We always talking about this today. Ah, (laughs) I was thinking the same thing the other day. She, except for that time she turned like blonde, that, you know, little bit. Oh, at five? She, she does not age. Love her. It's just, Albert just likes blonde. (laughs) Because he is a blonde. He's got an ego. (laughs) So, while Chris and Leon have noticeably aged since their last major video game appearance, Jill appears to not have aged a day. And Capcom has a silly storyline explanation for why that is. So, Death Island takes place between RE6 and RE7. And it follows two separate storylines in which Leon attempts to rescue a kidnapped doctor while Chris investigates a zombie outbreak in California. Jill later joins Leon and Chris in zombie shenanigans after a T-virus rehab session. So... Instead of just saying that they wanted to continue to use the RE3 remake Jill model, they said the effects of Jill's T-virus infection slowed her aging. What? Yeah. She she also had the inhibitor in five, that thing Mm -hmm. that was also causing issues. I could see it from that, too. Does that prevent her from changing her outfit, too? Yeah. (laughs) They just liked her look in the three and they just, an RE3 remake, and they just wanted to reuse it. That's what it is. But now they're saying it's because she was around 23 ish or whatever in three. That that's how she looks now because the the T virus. I want some of that. <laughs> right. So if you got infected, you'll stay young forever. Period. Infect oh, me Genesis. now. <laughs> so yeah, I'll have the link for that article in the show notes. Just saying, I ain't ran any younger. Hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> I need my hookups. Oh well. My article isn't as uh, fun as that one, but it is kind of fun if you like Fortnite. I'm out. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Game up. We'll see you later. <laughs> I'm no longer so, allowed to listen to the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this one comes to us from Nintendo Life, and it is two Resident Evil character skins appear to have leaked for Fortnite. So. Capcom, basically, you know, they've had a lot of character skins, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, and according to the leak this week via Fortnite fan account Hypex, Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield will both be added to the game as a character skin in a future update. They would follow on with a fresh release of Jill and Chris added from 2021. The skins themselves are the RE4 Leon skin and the new and improved Claire skin from, I believe it was two? Revelations 2? Why are you looking at me? I don't... 
play Fortnite. Oh damn, she went. <laughs> I think she's rocking her Resident uh, Revelations too. Look, um, don't know when it's going to be released, but it's looking like it's pretty soon since the new season of Fortnite just dropped yesterday. I think it was. I don't know. I asked my son. You said <laughs> who, who's doing Revelation? Uh, look, Claire. Uh, I think it's Claire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, not Leon. Well, I was th- well, no, I was thinking Jill, who they just painted clothes on for this game full of children. <laughs> oh, I'm God. not mad. So I'm. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for the mid break. Yep. That's it. Yep. We're done. Yes. Okay. Cool. Bye. All right. Mid break over. Fuck yes. It wasn't middly enough for her. (laughs) This is the part where I talk about the sponsor. For real? (laughs) Thought I'd throw you off. God damn it. So if you need or want or both set of dice, head on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code AlmightyC10, which is A-L-L, Mighty, and the letter C, 10, and save yourself 10% off of your purchase. They have numerous types of dice, wooden, resin, plastic, metal, rubber, gemstone, mini, mini, giant, lots of different sets of dice. They have dice trays, dice bags, dice towers, all things dice related. Yeah. Head on over there, use our promo code, save yourself 10% off of your purchase. I will have the link for that and the promo code in the show notes. I just want to say, I fucking love Metallic Dice Games. It's fan roll now. It's fan roll now, but I still I still love that name. <laughs> and that is the logo they're using. So, Okay, mid-break, over! So here we are at the end of the episode. You're going to say you're smart ass. Endowful Endily in here. Endily? Endowful Endily in here. Words are hard. That means it's time for us to leave. <laughs> the end is nigh. Time for you to leave. The end is nigh. Uh, My worst ooh, Bedtime is just I a little bit closer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, since we are at the end of the episode, I think it's only right that we uh, we, we give, give some attention to some other characters we haven't talked about today. So, uh, Mango, you've had some some things open. You said from the very oh, beginning. Here we go. <laughs> Daniel already showed me what it was, and so, <laughs> bye everyone. Thank you for listening to my smart ass comments. I'm out. <laughs> she checks. Is this more juices. Leon slander? Because in that yep. case, I'll leave too. Don't you worry about it. Look, <laughs> don't worry. Listen, I'm gonna fight him. Hey, I'm on Team Mango. He can say whatever he wants because I'll just fight him after it. <laughs> I'm up, boy. We'll do it on an octagon that looks like the umbrella symbol. <laughs> Fuck one it. We'll do it live. One says, one says Team Chris, the other one says Team Leon. Oh my god. Alright, so I, I currently have two tabs open. Do you want me to do the one that everyone's gonna be mad at me for, or do you want me to do the other one? <laughs> I say do the other one, and then we'll anger, do the one everybody's gonna be perfect for. <laughs> so, so, I wanted to talk about Jake Mueller. Because I think he's a oh. phenomenal character that added a lot to the story that they have so far done dick with. 
<laughs> I hear no arguments from the crowd. I see a lot of uh, yeah. I see a lot that, of people nodding oh their heads. God, that I, I loved the thought of Jake. It confused me a lot. Well, they did a they did to date, in my opinion, the best job of slowly leaking out info until towards the end of his storyline. You're like, oh, Wesker's weird child experiment yeah. thing. <laughs> And Bro, plus they had DLC. Pulling? They had like a hint that they were gonna do something with his story. Like when you finished the campaign, you got that like, little uh, the Ada campaign, like snippet of him. Like he's yeah, he's somewhere in the Middle East or in North Africa or somewhere, and there he's like some kid tosses him an apple when he fights some BOWs. Like that was like somewhat of like a hint at like some DLC coming later or something. That and I then thought we got nothing, not like, a damn thing, and it's infuriating very infuriating because arguably he would be depending on which direction they take he'd be more powerful than rose uh rose went uh winters yeah and i would so- say that it's it's okay that they kind of dropped him for what they ended up doing because i ended up loving seven and village and that whole direction for resident evil to I, begin i will with. agree to that so what i'm hoping they they're they're gonna do is they're gonna continue the story and then tie him in as kind of a like uh rose was essentially an experiment he's essentially an experiment let's come together lucky to get jill i just don't push your luck i am a jill stan do not even get me started i think we'll be lucky to continue to get main characters we we hear about like you know the we're going to be getting stories wrapped up soon you know some characters are getting their stories wrapped up soon what if it's a situation where they're gonna continue the series but with a different group of people. Life moves on. As long, like as long as the series doesn't suddenly start to suck yeah. and they start bringing yeah. in really shit that's, characters. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, like they like how they have Rose. Like, there's Jake yeah. Rose. We have a lot of characters that we've seen very little of that they could easily continue the series with. Mary Burton. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's the oldest uh, the, of the well, all. Te- yeah, very Burton because of the the um, the girl he adopted. Uh, what's her uh, name? I only oh, advocate for redheaded oh, stepchildren. Yeah. I'm all for this one. So they could easily tie into that sort of thing. One of my favorite tropes in anything is when a character grows old and can't really do anything. And then series tofu. And then out of nowhere... Um, they bring him back like you know 25 years later and he's still super badass he's just old that's what i hope they do with a lot of these characters yeah, yeah. see for me it's like they, they bring in new characters all the time in resident evil whether they're new main characters or just side characters i wouldn't mind them continuing with new different characters they do it to us all the time anyways i've already kind of gotten yeah. used to it i would yeah. love to see jill come back i would love to keep seeing chris and leon but I also wouldn't mind if I saw new people. Okay. Yeah. What about we actually see the Ashford twins and follow that story? I it's been died. a really long time since I've played Veronica. I thought at least one of them was dead. I thought they were both dead. Because I def- you definitely shoot one of them with a very powerful beam rifle thing. I'm just saying, you know, we went back to zero, didn't we? Okay, that's fair. I mean, it, it could be a situation. Yeah, it could be a situation like Ariel says that Wesker isn't dead. So <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I want more Wesker. 
seven. One more, Wesker. Let's go. Well, we already have a setup for that with the end of Revelations 2, where Natalia, I think is her name, they kind of hint that Alex Wesker, Alex Wesker somehow put herself inside that girl's body. They they give a very strong hint of that at the end. So we already have a setup for her to come. This would be around the time, too. Yeah. This would be around the time where she'd be the age to come back and, like... I don't know that I really give like care at all about Alex Wesker though. It felt to me like they tried to force her in to be like, "Hey, forget about Albert. He was over there. He we shot him in a lo- in a lava pit. This is Alex. <laughs> he did now. Jazz hands. And then they killed Just her immediately too. Uh, so um, I love how we're bringing all this up because have we ever given any weight to the fact that they're calling the next one? What was it? Um. Apocalypse? We don't see their apocalypse or Armageddon is what they keep calling. I keep it. hearing apocalypse like in apocalypse. all the all the talks, but until like there's an actual announcement, like there's well, yeah. But uh if that's the case and that's what we're going with right now, wouldn't it make sense if we're calling it apocalypse to be some crazy ass next level powers and shit? Be the perfect time to bring in some soup kids. Such so Resident Evil Extinction. <laughs> Essentially, yes, Resident Evil Extinction. I think, for me personally, I think that would ruin the Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. I like that stuff. When that stuff happens around me, it's really cool and, like, you know, wide eye wow. Um, but playing the game, I like being one man with a pistol in 10 shots sent in to kill El Gigantes, etc. You know, it brings, it brings real focus into it. If you just give me superpowers, then I'm it's not as impressive. It's not as fun. It's a different scope of a game. Yeah, talking yeah. about the name Apocalypse, that didn't make me think that the apocalypse was happening. It made me think that you were going to play a storyline where you were preventing the apocalypse from happening. Oh, like, absolutely! Some weird cult stuff's <laughs> oh, going yeah. on, and you're trying to stop them. Like that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, and and that's that's what I'm getting at. But I mean, on that same note. What's going to cause the apocalypse? I mean, it's not going to be BOWs. Clearly, they've tried that multiple times and it has never panned out. It's going to be evil goat people. Evil goat people. That's one of the things that I saw. One of the images leaked was that drawings of like these goat people as like the enemies. So we are getting getting cryptids. Yeah, I'm convinced (laughs) that with the way they've been doing it, it's going to be the American government's fault. Because every time you turn around, somebody in our government has done some super yeah. shady shit, like and they're the like reason. You said, like in infinite, infinite darkness. I like, uh, I like to Fear. give that an example like that. God damn, it's something sketchy that the government's Fear. doing behind the government's back. Every single time, in like half of the games and movies, it's somebody in the American government. The U.S. government is my favorite main character in Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> so. <laughs> so to bring it on back, we were talking about a particular somebody. We went on the rails. Yeah, my bad, Jake, Jake Mueller. Jake uh, Mueller. So uh, I think we're all in agreement. Jake Mueller, though played a very small role, it was an important role to the series. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I'd lo- I would also love to see more of him in the yes. So I would agree to Sherry Birkin as well. I love their dynamic, and I think they did. They a good had a job. great dynamic. I loved the two of them. They did a really good job of, for once, not making, not bringing in a female character who is either completely useless or completely badass. She was just an agent. 
<laughs> Hashtag support the stepchildren. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna leave this episode off on a uh, super salty note, I think, because uh, you've been sitting patiently and ready and waiting, Mango. What do you have? <laughs> All right. So I just found this, and I thought it would just be fun to have ready to go the whole time. Uh, let's see. It no, won't. Well, before we do that, Seven, is there any character that you wanted to bring up? Um, I mean, so I love Leon. So essentially, my sister and I, we've played every oh, single no. Resident Evil game, but we started on three but we really came together on four. Um, however, I'd have to say my favorite character is Honk. Aha! <laughs> and that's because, and that's because Honk is what Umbrella is afraid of. He, they send him in to clear up any mess that they've ever had, and he's always come out alive. And they, and I, I know that they're afraid of him because they, they know they can't get rid of him either. They've tried to kill him like four times. <laughs> and he keeps coming back to work for him yeah. like that, whatever, man. Well, yeah, they keep... The, he won't die, so they're just like, here's more money, and he's like, yeah, all right, fair. Talk uh, about a hot now work environment. And in my opinion, Hunk, with the plus one, could take on the entire Resident Evil universe. Well, Ghost is just mini-Hunk, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Hunk and Hunk Jr., Taking on the entire Resident <laughs> Evil universe. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's I got hands a, down. I played Resident Evil 4 a lot, but I spent almost as much time in Mercenaries just playing Honk over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like that's the only enemy none of the main characters could ever beat is Honk. Because <laughs> he has plot armor too. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about him is the day he learned that Umbrella was being bankrupt, he was like, ah, uh, uh, mercenary. <laughs> no hesitation. Didn't think he was. He didn't try to sell out or anything. He just immediately started becoming a mercenary. Well, I feel like he only worked for Umbrella because they were paying him to begin with. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Oh, so uh, I won't even ask because Hunk definitely played a major role in the storyline. Hey. Every freaking time there was a behind-the-scenes game, it was always Hunk going, "Yeah, I'll get the stuff." <laughs> Uh, may not have been the way we wanted him to play, but he definitely played a part. <laughs> now, granted, if he would have tried even a little bit to save any of his allies, uh, Umbrella may not have went down like they did, because he sacrificed a lot of people. He wasn't paid to save people. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just saying everything would have. Been, I feel like everything would have been a lot different had he tried at all. <laughs> that was in the deluxe package. Wasn't paid for too expensive. <laughs> I'm a I'm gonna change characters here because like this is some this is a character that I view very weirdly. Lady that's Hunk. Ethan, and that's Ethan. Lady Hunk. Ethan Winters. We haven't talked about Ethan. Because we we've brought up Win, we brought up the his daughter. We have not brought up Ethan yet. I, I look at him, everyone talks about how Ethan is this, you know, he doesn't have power, he's got no experience, why did they put him in the game? Because he's supposed to represent the actual player. <laughs> They're like, yeah. the, the normal player's not gonna have experience, especially with the younger end. I actually have a strong opinion on this. 
there's already <laughs> precedent to having an inexperienced average person being in Resident Evil. Rebecca Chambers was 18 years old. It was her first mission. Leon was 21. He was a rookie cop. But, a rookie. Yeah, was his rookie first cop. day. Oh, like, you think the police, you the police academy prepares you for the zombie apocalypse? Like, no. Nobody gives you the com- they have combat training. training. They have combat training. Yeah, but that's the thing. When Ethan has no combat training and he is killed right away he is technically killed Te- by yeah, Jack in the beginning dead. of seven and everybody talks about how he's you know he has now he's he, a mold monster he has all these he he's, has the, he's a mold monster but he didn't know that he didn't know he had these powers so how would he use them so right, with okay, the green no, juice I, i'm yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna argue against that one like yes he he didn't know what he was but i have never met i i have met people i've met vegetables on uh using bedpans who if I cut their arm off and then poured fucking drain cleaner on it and shoved it back on and it worked, they'd be like, oh, look at that. I'm weird. That's something I get, I, have I get that. Yeah, that. I can understand. That's weird. But like at the time, you don't really think of it. You're like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then you kind of continue on your way. I, as, some, as someone who has been thing. in like combat scenarios and stuff like that, if my arm got cut off and I could shove it back on, I would notice it right then. <laughs> well, on top 100%. of everything, we have to. Remember, this is also a video game. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I, I I very much enjoy Ethan. I enjoy everything about him. I I think he he was a phenomenal add to the series. I just can't stand yeah. behind. So, he just didn't know. There's <laughs> another character. There is another character I want to talk about from Seven again because I think he's extremely tragic in the fact of what happened to him, and that is Clancy. Clancy's the the cameraman. The cameraman. Oh, Clancy the Clan- Clancy the cameraman. Yeah, I I believe he's extremely tragic because like only two episodes of the band footage are not him. He is the rest of those. So he went oh, through so much crap before he died. So I have the same gripe about that as I do about Ethan being confused by his wife. Um, I don't care what the scenario is. I don't care how much I care about somebody. I love them if they're my life. If you attack me with a chainsaw, I'm taking your ass out. <laughs> if I climb down a ladder and my boss is is fucking choking up against a wall and I can't really tell what's going on, I'm leaving. You're on your own. <laughs> I'm he did kill her with the axe. He did chop it right through her neck. So Yeah, you're absolutely right. But it was after a couple of seconds of being like, ah, Mia, what's wrong? No. Yeah. <laughs> If you go vroom vroom and your face is all <laughs> fucked up, no I will feel, I will feel bad. I'm pulling the trigger. But I would again with Clancy. I would like to point out that he this was his first job. He literally like he was hired. The guy's already treating him like utter crap. hundred percent. And then he gets and then he witnesses the guy who's actually treating him with some semblance of respect. Just he goes down. He's like, oh, what's going on? Grabs him, but he falls off after a pipe is shoved down his throat. <laughs> And then he goes, and then Clancy's sitting there freaking out, and the other guys just like not helping. And then they both get knocked out. Then they, you find out later that Clancy gets locked in a basement to survive the night, and then gets locked to a bed. <laughs> I feel like this is Blair Witch Project on the extreme. That's that's <laughs> how I feel about it. You literally, Clancy's literally um, treated. I think, I know this is a lot saying, but Clancy probably I think had the worst. 
Well, <laughs> no, that's saying a lot about. Seven. Oh my god. Okay, Clancy. seven. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because because so, we said the worst. Sorry, last thing I'm gonna say. When you said the good. worst, my first my first thought. No, no, was, I don't. There's a lot yeah, more people yeah. that could that had it worst. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so, go ahead, but like, yeah. On like, that note, we're going to go <laughs> to the worst opinion of the night. Debatable. Nobody wants to hear it. Debatable. <laughs> I mean, I might be okay with it. Uh, what do you got, Mango? <laughs> uh, so I, all I did was Google uh, why, why is Leon the worst? And the first article why? was the worst things Resident Evil's Leon Kennedy has ever done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she took her headphones off. Harold took her headphones put off. Put me on speaker. She needs to hear this. She put me on speaker. Uh, so literally the number one was he lets 801 cloud his judgment. He was 21. He was a kid, man. He was and 21. Beautiful. The first I'll time. That. I'll defend that. It's the first years. time. I'm right there with everything okay. red. She used her wily ways and he was weak to that, okay? Okay, okay. We all would be weak to that. The only issue right that Leon has is the fact that he's a gullible. That's yeah, all. But for just for Ada, though. I don't think he was you know the one when you see her. Just saying. I don't, I don't think. I don't think she. I don't think he was gullible. Ada got legs for days, bro. Like you knew what he was getting into. Thing, okay, okay, okay. We also have to remember that he 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 just went through a breakup in two as well. So well, he's no, we're also talking about anything. four and six. <laughs> Yeah. Ariel okay, is trying so hard right now. The, the, it goes on the, for a couple decades because Resident Evil yeah. Six is like what, like fifteen years later. Yeah. The argument that he's twenty-one and he doesn't really, you know, bop bop bop—that makes perfect sense for when he was twenty-one. It happens on multiple occasions. He's got a lot more life experience down the down the line. I'm and gonna, he's, he's still just like ooh tight dress. Malay. I'm gonna say he knows that Stockholm he's gonna throw syndrome. the rocket launcher at the end. So. <laughs> You know. It's kind but of like why you admits, the dog before El Gigante. She openly admits. I don't save the you dog. Gotta, you got to help out Ada so you get the rocket launcher at the end. That's just he just. Man, Mango, you mechanics. are a horrible human being. I've done worse. I, <laughs> I heard that. Don't save the dog. Uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck I was going to say now. <laughs> next mean, one. Sure. What's the next on the list? Uh, next is has a bad habit of flirting during terrifying situations. And it's got a picture of the Resident Evil 2 remake where he's flirting with Claire like the moment they met and they just watched a bunch of people die. <laughs> I actually love that about him. <laughs> that, that, that's probably one of my... Yeah, I'll agree. That's probably one of... His, that and his wittiness. Those are the two I things. Think, I think one of his stronger there are, features. There are... I'm a huge fan of that trope most of the time. It very much depends on where you're at. He's very much like a James Bond, you know. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. James Bond. <laughs> he, he, he does the same thing. Are you going to shame James Bond over here? James Bond is a horrible Absolutely. person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this one I don't really agree with because it's definitely a player thing, not a Leon thing, but it is a part of the list. And that's looking up Ashley's skirt. Yeah, it's definitely a player thing. Yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> that's actually, that's that was a Capcom problem. And I actually have brought that up and talked that about it with people where that for a few years, they had like every game had upskirt stuff. And it started with four. It was in Revelations. It was in five. It was in six. There's there's upskirt parts in all of those games. And it was getting kind of irritating. And that was also just like the time period of where video games were. They yeah. were directed mm -hmm. at a certain market of people. But now there's more women playing games. There's more young kids playing games. 
So they've cut that out in the new yeah. game, and I'm glad they've kind of taken that out and they've gone in a better direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also took out the the the, the, Lu- the Luis line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna say it because it's incredibly inappropriate, but it's yeah. Yeah. Talking about her assets. <laughs> Ariel will say it. Anyway, next on the list. <laughs> next on the list uh, does actually make a lot of sense to me, and that's I, I'm, I already hear the arguments, but I'm still all for it. And that's not trusting Ben uh, Bertolucci. Berlo, uh, that's the, from Resident Evil 2. He's the, he's the news reporter you find behind bars because Irons oh. puts him there because he finds oh. the dirt. And he finds him in jail and he's like, ah, I know Irons isn't. I know Irons is shady, but you're in jail and people in jail are always wrong. I, I can see that, but I can see that that's also the cop side of Leon. Even though yeah, he's only like it's his first day, it's still like he he went through that training. That's what's ingrained in his head. I will I concede like, on this point. I have no, I have no defense for that one. I yeah. Well, so like I, I see what you're saying, but he yes, he went through the training. I don't know if you know anything about police force training. It is essentially two weeks yeah. of uh, we're right and everybody else is wrong. Um, <laughs> and two, the entire game is about how instinctually his 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 personal uh, survivability is more so than a regular police officer because he constantly does shit that's not really a police it's not a cop thing it's not really a cop thing it's just somebody who's not fucking stupid and then the first time yeah the first time he meets somebody who's like I have answers he's like oh I've met my boss he's kind of a huge piece of shit (laughs) but fuck you (laughs) how are you how are you doing with these Ariel Huh? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I must have tuned out for the last like 10, 15 minutes. She doesn't, she doesn't have, she can pretend like she's not listening, but I know she's going to be awake tonight. Just like. Well, j- just remember, this is also in the podcast, so Ariel's got to listen to this in editing. <laughs> I, I honestly thought that was all going to be worse. That they wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah. uh, there's, there's more. I got a. <laughs> oh, there's more. Okay. Yeah. How many more you got? Three more. Three more. Okay. Um,. Not shooting Jason in Infinite Darkness. That makes a lot of fucking sense. He's by this point, he's had plenty of training. He's dealt with BOWs. He's done the whole thing. So the fact that he was just like, he can be saved. Ah. Can can I bring up my own worst point about how the hypocrisy? So in Resident Evil Six, he gets onto Chris for his drinking, and he's like, "You need to get your act together." But the reverse happens in Vendetta, which takes place a bit after Six, where Chris <laughs> comes upon him and he's drowning himself in alcohol. I will defend that by saying that as a drinker, drinkers constantly yell at each other about her drinking. <laughs> Fair, all right. So it's trying of like, no, you're worse. No, I didn't you're worse it. drinker. Leon did learn from the best, right? <laughs> I mean, technically, he learned it before he even met Chris. Remember the breakup? Well, also, you said he didn't shoot Jason in Infinite Darkness. What about in Resident Evil 6 in the beginning? He hesitates to shoot the president when the president is very obviously a zombie. Like, no question. Well, that, that goes oh, he back, absolutely tries yeah, to That goes back to him. the one weakness that people like this should never have, which is, I know him. Uh. <laughs> 
Come on. <laughs> it's also like the cop good boy in him because he hasn't hesitated to kill other, like shoot others that he's known. Like you can shoot Marvin in a heartbeat. I mean, it's you also like, you're going to, I mean, like, <laughs> you're gonna, it's, it's also, you got to think about it. It's also the president that you're looking at. <laughs> No, it's so a zombie. He did. He a zombie. Like, that headshots off. only. That person stops being that person when they start drooling and biting people. Well, I know plenty of people that drool and bite people. I'm not going to take them out. Do they chew and swallow? Because <laughs> that's the part that, that sucks. Oh well, they, yeah. Is, is there is there a ripping and tearing? Sure they do. Is that going on? <laughs> I guess it comes to how much ripping are we talking? Oh God. And then, like, uh, go uh, again with the hesitation. Anybody else remember the first eight seconds of uh, four, where he finds a villager, and all he does—he can't speak, which has never happened before. Dude picks up an axe and turns around, shoots him right in the fucking head. No Actually, hesitation. What's funny enough is what this villager says to him, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I had a friend who speaks Spanish. Say, what he says is, "What are you doing in here, asshole? Get out!" <laughs> because that was his house. Yeah, and Leon just shot walked a dude. into his house. <laughs> he walked and into his house and that, shot the dude in the face. That is that is that is one of the ones I will say that's like, ah, dude, that's kind of a reason all the villagers were going on the defense about it. It's the crazy dude out with a gun. Immediately dude, answers Hancock. I'm really looking forward to the remake of that opening scene because I'm I'm hoping that they do it a little bit better. I'm hoping it stays the same because it's the funniest shit. <laughs> he immediately answers a call from Hancock, who first off his handler calls him four seconds after he lands and she's like you okay he's like i shot a guy i had to defend myself still in the house <laughs> hancock hannigan oh, my bad I, I remember it started with an h it's all i got <laughs> that's a will smith movie <laughs> uh, same thing um, oh god good catch <laughs> i know my four I've only beaten it five times. Going. My bad. It's been like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. The next one is not allowing Claire to release the data they recovered in Infinite Darkness. Again, for what possible reason? We'll agree with that, with his, you know, devotion to the government. That's kind of a... <laughs> the government well, who he has time and time again time and time. <laughs> stopped from doing shit. <laughs> yeah. He's, just like, is, he's like, we're going to do it the way we're supposed to from the inside. I'm like, but you've tried that. <laughs> well, see, and this is this is where I'll defend this. We actually talked about this when, after we watched this. We talked about it off the podcast. Problem is, if he releases this information to the public, that means the public is going to lose absolutely all faith in the governmental system, which will create an uprising, which dealing with that on top of the BOW problem they have gonna be it's not gonna be pretty at all and if they do it from the inside and they slowly go through and worm out all the bad weeds it would be quiet and it won't cause a mass panic that was my argument with that one and the data release I saw where Leon was coming from on that one or at least I hope that's where Leon was coming from <laughs> I, can, I, I can see that <laughs> the last one only makes sense if you've ever seen the live action movies uh, and that was Leon was willing to leave Becky behind that's those, the those little... aren't canon <laughs> those aren't canon that is a count it still happened with not, hashtag not involved. my Leon it <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, he did look the closest to Leon though it's true they, they did really they did do a pretty good job with casting 
but uh yeah it just, there was like a little what, like an eight-year-old girl and he was like no time let her die <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well that is the perfect point to close out this episode i think <laughs> Yeah, the perfect point. Leon lets uh, children die. So anyway, next time on Dragon die. Ball Z. <laughs> We're going to let more children die. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so before we go, I'd like to give everybody an opportunity to uh, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, meaning where if you do anything, can we come hang out with you? See the stuff you create or, you know, where can we just hang with you? So we'll uh, start with Rez. What do you got? Oh, I'm on just on Twitch. Everything Res Evil. I kind of just play Resident Evil. <laughs> it's got it in the name. <laughs> I occasionally play games that aren't Resident Evil, but then I quickly go back to playing Resident Evil. <laughs> He's not lying. He does. <laughs> uh, Mango, what do you got? Uh, I recently started streaming on Twitch as well. It's primarily just yeah. It's primarily just for people who either they're not sure if they want to buy a game or they don't have time to play shit like that. I play whatever I want pretty consistently. Uh, I also don't really have a schedule. Not a very organized stream, but it does exist at Naked Mango Thirty Three. <laughs> it does exist. Oh gosh! All right, so that brings us to Pumpkin King. <laughs> Currently, I'm only on Twitter. I just recently started posting on Twitter. You can find me at uh, the pump. You can find me at the Pumpkin King. The E in the is a three, and the two I's in the in Pumpkin King are ones. Yeah, so we'll hang out with you on Twitter. <laughs> and All right. Go ahead. No, so go ahead. I was gonna say soon I might be doing an, uh, probably a Resident Evil Seven Ethan Winters cosplay. So. Ooh. Let's go. We'll have to share pictures of that on the uh, Resident Evil Lorecast too. Uh, so that brings us to the compound. Now I know you do things. <laughs> well, we we do a lot of things. So I am the facilitator for the uh, the compound. That's twitch.tv forward slash the compound. No space. Uh, we run a plethora of streams. Uh, currently at four nights a week. Trying to get up to seven nights a week. Um, with a multitude of different content, everything up until this point is based on some form of tabletop, TCG, or news with a paint and hobby stream on Thursdays for those who want to learn a little bit about hobbying and painting when it comes to uh, your tabletop and miniatures games. Um, we're working with a younger crowd to bring some actual video game content to the, to the studio. Um, right now, uh, we're still, we're still vetting the right people, but, um, hopefully, uh, very soon we'll be able to get some of the old retro scary games like your Fatal Frames, uh, Silent Hills, the original Resident Evils, stuff like that, where we can have a younger generation experience it for the first time while, uh, us older folk laugh our balls off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Seven. What do you got for me? Oh, uh, don't look for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't um, look for me. <laughs> so over the last three years, I've kind of been slowly deleting my traces on the internet. Uh, there's a lot of things I want to do in my life. And part of that is going to be 
writing. I'm Ooh. currently taking making some moves to get myself published out there, and when I do, I kind of want to remain anonymous. Uh, so if you wanted to find me, I guess you'd find me here right now. I, I do intend to stick around with you guys for a very long time. Like I said, I want to be a lifelong fan and friends of the podcast. And of that's course. why I do listen to all of your stuff. Uh, well, I haven't listened to all of it yet. I'm working on it. But, um, <laughs> There's a lot. If you see me, uh, like I said, I tend to get really nervous. I'm very shy around people, but I'm more than happy to be open with you, converse, and just have a good time. Yes. See, that's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, I guess I have to give Daniel a platform here. Daniel, if we want to hang out with you more, where do you blah, blah, blah. Would you not be a <laughs> dick? <laughs> This is why I don't go in Aaron streams. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you want to follow me, I stream twice a week for sure. Mondays around 7 p.m. Central Time and Thursdays around 7 p.m. Central Time. My Twitter or my Twitter, my Twitch is slash fumbling for Daniel. And so is my Twitter. I post there when I go live. You can also find me on the Discord. And I'm trying to think anywhere else. Uh, currently on Twitch, I'm playing Skyrim on Mondays, and then on Thursdays, I'm playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider currently. And then if Aaron streams on any of his two days a game I want to play, I either will join him or stream as well. So that would be extra stream, but sometimes he doesn't do what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he doesn't do what I tell him to. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, well, hi, I'm Aaron. Uh... <laughs> Hi. And if you want to catch hi, if you want to catch some of my streaming, uh, you can go to twitch.tv backslash almighty crit. And uh, that is where we are going to play a random bunch of bull. Uh, whatever we feel like, uh, you know, whatever the flavor of the month is uh, and whatever you guys tell me to play or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so uh, we do that on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central. And uh, then on Saturdays, most of the time, we'll do 9 p.m. Central, except for tonight. <laughs> but, but they okay. won't know that because they'll be listening to it in the future. You're right. You're right. In the future. In the future. So, I can't, night, I can't wait for somebody to listen to this and be like, wait, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? If, so if okay, you're listening to Saturdays. it, streaming tonight when this episode tonight. comes out. Yeah. Saturdays at 10 p.m. <laughs> and on that note, I guess it's time for the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Bye there. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and a review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.